0: And welcome to a snapshot discussion on CBRE's 2020 Industrial and Logistics Market Outlook, a wide ranging report for Australia that provides an overview on what to expect in the coming year. I'm Kate Bailey, Head of Retail and Logistics Research at CBRE, and I'm having a chat with my colleague Cameron Greer, who's the Regional Director in the Pacific, to gauge his thoughts on the industrial and logistics market in 2020. Hi, Cam. How are you going?
1: Uh, really well. Thank you, Kate.
0: That's good. Great to have you here. So let's kick things off. Why do you think the industrial market's performing so well and, and what are some of the major occupiers in the market saying to you so far this year?
1: Uh, Kate, you're right. Industrial is certainly performing well. We're the darling asset class right now with, I guess, a lot of investors looking to reweight their portfolios, increasing allocations towards industrial. And, and I think this is really due to a, a number of reasons. Across all uh, industrial markets, it's probably fair to say that you know supply and demand is very, very balanced. Uh, vacancy rates are certainly really low at 1.5% across the East Coast. Inquiry steady. And we're actually seeing an increase in inquiry levels so far this year. And we expect more transactions volumes than there was in 2019. Uh, we're actually forecasting in every major market rental growth this year. And there's a number of headwinds or factors that are certainly in our favour. And there's a lot written about this, but there's certainly the unprecedented demand with e-commerce that's really helping to drive growth across the entire Australian market. E-commerce sales are, are expected to grow about $4.1 billion every year until 2022. So we've done a bit of work on the, in the US on what that means for Australia. We believe it's an additional 350000 square metres of industrial demand will be created every year until 2022. And there's some other really good tailwinds that are happening as well. We're seeing tenants commit to, to longer leases, which is, is obviously a very good thing for, for landlords. We're seeing a recent trend with um, with occupiers actually moving out of 3PL warehouses, taking on their own warehouses and putting these um, 3PLs into sort of shorter term contracts. And, and the outcome for that is that it's normally a better covenant for the landlord um, and normally longer leases. And probably the other thing too, with the users trying to get more efficiencies in warehouses, we're seeing further automation and the investment horizon for that um, is normally a longer lead time. So again, it's just leading to longer leases, which is a great story for uh, for landlords.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, a lot of things going well for the industrial market at the moment, but can you see any potential headwinds for the industrial sector this year?
1: Uh, look, the only really headwind that could be there is the coronavirus. Um, and we're still, I guess, sure, I'm uncertain how that's going to play. It's still pretty early days of it. Um, if it can be under control in the next two or three months, then then it should be pretty limited. But if it should go on, it could have an impact on supply chains, If certainly if companies can't get goods in or out of China. Um, we've seen Hyundai already suspend manufacturing operations in South Korea because they can't get parts out of China. Um, I was actually on the phone to um, a user just before we got on this call, Kate, that um, we're doing a pre-lease with and they've actually put things on hold for a couple of months until they work on what what that's going to mean for their stock suppliers. We were actually talking to a company that's saying they may need to sublease some warehousing space purely because they're not going to have as many goods in the warehouse. So look, it could have an impact, um, but again, we're not sure how it's going to play out. Probably the other other piece with that as well as I guess offshore groups investing in Australia, if they can't actually physically get out here and inspect properties, um, it may not be as much competition So that could be maybe a good thing for local buyers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's been a lot of talk about land values and and we've seen a huge growth in recent years. Um, What do you think is going to happen with land values in 2020? And what impact is this having on the development pipeline?
1: Uh, 2020 land values will will still go up. I don't think it will be at the same rates as we've seen since 2014, but it's certainly going to go up. As I mentioned at the start, um, certainly investors are looking to increase their allocations towards industrial and with it becoming increasingly difficult to purchase existing product, many of the groups have been forced to buy land to either pre-lease or spec to create their own product. Um, And that's been really driving, driving land prices. To answer your question on what impact that's having on the development pipeline. With prices so high to make the development stack up, you really need to spec build to maximise the site cover rather than waiting for a pre-lease. Yeah. But look, the good news for these landholders that have paid these really big prices for land, the spec strategy works really well at the moment for two reasons. Firstly, vacancy rates are at historic lows. And secondly, we actually analysed um, a lot of deals over the last two years and found that most users that are above 5,000 square metres, only about 90% of them allow enough time for a pre-lease so if you're a landowner you're just waiting for a pre-lease on on some of this land you're only really uh, targeting about 10% of the inquiry in the market.
0: Yeah that's really interesting and well I guess still keeping in that development space we've been talking about multi-story for a while now when do you think we're going to see it?
1: Kate, that's a good question. You and I have been speaking about this uh, for a while. We've hit land rates now in South Sydney where they're, you know, they're three and a half, four thousand a square metre. So, based on, I guess, the modelling that I've seen that you've done, we technically, it now stacks up in 2020 in Sydney, and we believe Melbourne's closer to 2023 before we think it'll work. My understanding, though, is that the groups that are looking at doing Moly Story in Sydney are still working through design, which could be another 12, 18 months at least. So, I personally don't think. We'll see any of these developed until at least 2023 in Sydney and maybe Melbourne's going to be two to three years after that. So, look, it's going to happen, but um, maybe not as quickly as everyone thought.
0: Mm. All right to finish up on, what are your bold predictions for 2020?
1: Bold predictions. Okay, so I think we're certainly going to see pressure on land supply and with continued demand, we're we're going to see rental growth across um, the whole eastern seaboard. With that expected growth in rents, I think if you're an owner, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if you see a lot of the tenants wanting to reset their leases well before their expiries, in particular two to three years before they expire, to reset rents and potentially take advantage of bringing forward incentives. Uh, We certainly think yields will compress further in 2020, land prices will go up. And I probably haven't, I don't know if I've been very bold in any of those comments, but uh, maybe I will throw myself out a little bit. Um, there's always a, a discussion around that manufacturing is dead in Australia. I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. We we have sort of um, seen an increase in contract manufacturing and the reason is Australia is seen as a, a safer place to do that um, than areas like China and, and, and everything that's going on there. So, look, I just think we'll see an increase this year and we've sort of got a lot of inquiries in that contract manufacturing space.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, either way, it's going to be a really, exciting year in the industrial logistics space in 2020. So thank you all for joining us to discuss CBRE's 2020 Industrial Logistics Market Outlook. If you'd like some further information, please download the full research report from our website. Thanks, Cam.
1: Pleasure, Kate.